Hi, this is Twenties Convos with Wale and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life. Um, I'll put money into a retirement plan that, that pays a premium after a certain point in time. The world. And everything in between. We just need to acknowledge that there are differences and there are similarities, but it doesn't. There's just not one way to be black. On this episode, we took a look at parenthood and the reality of raising kids. This was a long episode, so buckle up. Friendly tip, I think this is one to kind of like plug in and, you know, take a long walk and just listen to three friends talk about parenthood and what it means to raise kids. That said, let's get right to the episode. All right, so we are live. And let me let me, let me me start by saying, um, like I just said, Falaki and Toby, I'm looking forward to this episode for time. And you guys will find out why in a minute. Not because it's anything... In, uh, deep or anything. It's just a topic that I've been looking for talk, talking about. And I'm glad we have Falaka in the house today. Uh, so I'll let Falaka introduce yourself in a minute. Um, but let me just kick off before we uh, get to that bit. So first off, like we we announced the episode last week on our Instagram page. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do 20 convos uh, on, on IG. And basically this topic stems from, you know, Toby and I thinking about kids being a reality for most of us. Maybe not now, but at some point in the future. And it's worth having a conversation about because we want kids ourselves. So, and we know that obviously a lot of research says that um, most parents learn um, the practices of parenting, parenthood, from their own folks, right? And some of it they accept, some of it they throw away, you know. And and another popular view is that, you know, it takes not one person, not two people, but an entire village, in quotes, to raise a kid, you know, but that being said, people like us, 20, 20 year olds, millennials, whatever category you want to put us in, you know, we are raising our kids differently. And not just because we are different, but because we live in different times. So i.e., we have the internet to help us learn a lot more than, you know, our parents had to, um, to their disposal. So we know about child development more than ever before. Even if we don't know, we have more information than we do and than we did a number of years ago. Now, the bad news about that is obviously too much information can be, um, overwhelming obviously and again disempowering you know which is tough in a way because there's too much stuff out there but the simple truth is um sometimes behind all the you know until we put the word cute kid post and cute kid post on, on social media you know parents are agonizing about daily decisions because you know everyone i'm guessing most parents think okay am, am i doing the right thing am i not doing the right thing you know and also parents are trying to struggle with their new identity as fathers and moms and also trying to keep up appearances as well so on this episode, we're sitting down with an old friend from day one, literally, uh, for like a, uh, to explore a bit about how we raised as kids and how we think that will translate into our perspective and current approach to parenthood. So I've got a drumstick actually, which is over there. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have done my <laughs> done my drumstick role, but not now. Um, so I'm going to introduce Falake in a minute before we dive deep into it. So Falake is a new mom. Yeah. I'll let her talk, tell us, tell us briefly about herself. So if I could just introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, you know, who you are, uh, how you know any of us, and, you know, just any, anything you want to say. Any of us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a serious person. So, hey, guys, um, I'm Afalake. Um, a lot of people do refer to me as Afalake, but um, I prefer to be called Afalake. Not a lot of people know that. Like, people from my past don't know that, but yeah. Um, I'm a very new mom, um, extremely new. <laughs> um, I have a five-month-old. Actually, she turned five months old today. Wow. Um, like, and, <laughs> right? Everything is a thing, oh, right? I told you I planned it. You guys didn't believe me, but continue. Oh, yeah, sure. Please go on for that, yeah, please. Yeah, so I'm a very new mom. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't really consider myself a newlywed per se. Um, what else? What is about me? What do I do for a living? I'm in IT. Um, I'm passionate about healthcare. Healthcare is my gig. Anything related to healthcare, women's health in particular, um, health um, equity, that's all my lingo that I love to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm very chatty, so help <laughs> me. Yeah, if you catch me rambling on, just talk me. But yeah, I don't. I when people say I'm used to introducing myself in a professional setting, but I'm like, this is a exactly. podcast. You want the whole yeah, it's you like... want the whole full blown bio because it will be there all day. And for everyone who can't see right, see Flaka right now, see any of us, she has like a number of um, awards behind her. 
<laughs> you know, on 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 our wall, you know, oh, and, and I keep saying that that just one one or two of it is is hers, but you know, it's still part of our I'm our, our sure category. I'm sure we all have our words, but I still happen to have my on display in the home office because so. I got tired of it sitting down and collecting dust. So I made Willie put it up. Willie's my husband, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I made him put him up. But yeah, this is not about my awards. Can we can we get into this? I'm excited. So, so as we always say, as yeah. we always say before we dive, Toby, do you want to say something? Yeah, I just like it's totally off point, but like uh, like you can you guys have been renovating your house like on your own, right? It's like that that's what's been happening. Yeah, that <sighs> we have okay. been as respect, like that's all like the whole I feel like, like we have pretty much building a, building a house from scratch. I, it's been yeah. mad, but the light at the end of the tunnel like, no, <laughs> guys like if you can check out for uh, for like yes page like you see all the transformation that's happening and honestly like i do like it's beyond words what's been going on like every time she posts like something new and like the before and after i'm like wait what the hell is actually going on in this house like and why is it like where, where are the workmen like what's going on and like you just see willie holding like a hammer and things like that and i'm like what's going on but no um now nah, you know what yeah willie Willie's gold, man. Like, like honestly, gold, Willie's just the kind of. Bro. It's just I'm I'm taking I'm taking points. I'm just like watching Falaka stories, and at home I'm right I'm writing on my PowerPoint. Like, <laughs> they actually you know. asked me to send him the link to this um podcast because he's going to try to listen later on today. So I'm sure when he hears this, he's gonna name. be feeling himself in <laughs> I don't know what you guys have done, but he's gonna be feeling himself a whole lot throughout the day today. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, um, for, okay, I'm not I'm not done with with your introduction yet. So, um, I want you to dive into something real quick. And again, before we go into our other points, I want you to just tell us briefly, quite briefly, um, in terms of obviously you're a new mom. I just want to say briefly: Is it everything you expected as as in before you became a mom? Is it everything you expected it would be like mm. in terms of is it more than we expected or less or what what expectations and how has it been so far? Briefly. Mm-hmm. I really wish your followers could have seen my face when you started that question. <laughs> um, so I, the way I live life, it's kind of a little different than most people. I want to say that I came into like motherhood and even marriage with like zero expectations. Mm. And it's, it has its pros and its cons. And I honestly go into a lot of things in my life with like no expectation and um, even though I'm a like major planner when it comes to like certain things, like the trajectory of my life is one thing that I've refused to plan. It's not even like I've refused to plan it. My brain just doesn't work that way where, you know, you know how some people like have dreams and hopes like, oh my gosh, when I'm, I have to be married by 25, they imagine their wedding, they imagine their dress, they imagine like their kids. I have <laughs> never been like that. I have never ever been like that. So like when things happen for me, I'm just like, oh shit, this is what people are talking about. And I'm always trying to tell myself, like, I, I'm like, okay, maybe I should try to be normal and um, see what's next in life, like picture it in my head. Mm. But it just doesn't happen that way. So same thing with motherhood. I mean, I wasn't even sure I wanted kids, to be honest. I, I didn't even want to get married, to be like, wow. to be honest, I did not want to get married. I remember. I when I first met my now husband, I was 18 at that time. And it was, 25 at that time it was already like in a more serious space in life and i just told him don't want to get married don't want kids if you want to keep doing this we can keep doing this and i guess oh you know you're just naive you're gonna change your mind and i just did not change my mind and i kind of like one of the reasons why we initially broke up the first time because i'm like i'm not I'm so serious single like a pringle that's why that's why i want to live my life but i mean i got all that things changed um and even with kids even when we got together it wasn't like i was like oh i don't want kids but it wasn't like a constant topic of discussion mm-hmm. um and i just i just did not picture my whole motherhood journey so like um now being a mom <laughs> I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of taking it in as it comes. I'm not over here like, oh my gosh, this is all I've ever dreamt of. Is not. Um, am I grateful that I'm here? Of course I am. Um, but overall, it's just I feel like I'm discovering something new every day. It's exciting for me because I had zero expectations of what it would be like. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, you know, Toby, from our episode, last episode we had, where we spoke yeah. about domestic workers, and I don't know how it came up, but somebody said something about people having checklists. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I said that exact same thing you said for like what you said. Um, you know, when people say, oh, 25, I should be, I should have, I should be married 25, I should have a kid at this age, I should do that, that, that. And I said, you know what, goals, goals are good, but those checklists are almost setting you up for ridiculousness because you never know what curveball life will throw at you, like mm-hmm. legit, literal mm-hmm. curveball, yeah. right? So there has to be some form of rational flexibility in how you say, okay, well, I want to plan for all these things, mm-hmm. but know that some things are not in your control. You get that. under your control. You get, but yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So, parenting methods, right now, I'm going to start with you with this one. All what right. aspects of your so? Because I know obviously you grew up mostly with your mom. Mm-hmm. So, what aspects of your mom's style uh, after parenting would you take forward, and what aspects would you drop? Um, I think I said this on the episode in season one about I think growing up in the noughties, yes. But one aspect I would definitely love to take forward is just the way she disciplined me in that sense. Like um my house, like I, I never really got there were any canes hidden in places in my house, or like it wasn't a she never beat me, quote unquote, in that sense. But I think just she always sat me down to have conversations with me. And I know when I mentioned this that okay, maybe it's the kind of the person I was, you know, Dabi made the comment about her being a stubborn goods, but like that's not what I'm saying. Like I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like for me, um, what worked was you know, just understanding and my mom talked to me like like a person, not just a child, like all through the ages as for as long as I can remember. And I think that actually helped me in that sense because when I went to people's houses and they had this kind of like fear about their parents, like oh, my mom would beat me and things like that. It just felt, I don't know, I, I couldn't really relate to it. So I think I'll carry that moving forward because I think it actually formed a large part of who I am today in the sense that um, when it comes to right and wrong and things like that, I don't need to, like you don't need to trump up the negatives for me to understand that this is not good because I'll rationally think about it in that sense. And I think that stems from my mom actually taking the time to have conversations with me when it comes to things that are wrong um, and maybe when I've done wrong and things like that. So that that's what I would say. In terms of what I would drop, um, I, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I think sometimes I like to describe my family as dysfunctional in that sense and dysfunctional, not really in a negative sense, but kind of like the typical family things that everybody like does and stuff like that. We don't really do them. Right. We love each other. We know it. We talk once in a while and things like that. But you see some families where, like, you know, there's constant talking, constant bickering and things like that, or celebrating holidays and all of those things, decorating the house at Christmas, all of those things. Like, our house was really never like that. It was just simple and chill. Like go to church on Christmas day, come back, eat food. I go out. Like it was just very plain and simple. So maybe like, um, but for me, I didn't really miss out on that. Cause I just, I used to travel a lot to my cousins and places like that. And so I still got those experiences. Right. But I think it might have been nice to like have that at home as well. So maybe that's one thing I would most likely maybe drop or change. Um, but yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, can you relate to any of that? Um, yeah. Um, repeat your question just so I make sure. So I'm like, I'm like, um, what what aspect of Mom's and Pop's experiencing style would you drop and would you take forward as your reason? So, so prior to this, I was gonna make notes on like speaking and talking points, but I decided not to. I'm winging it. Um, so. Just cut me if I'm going on too much. Yeah. So like my parents' parenting style, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my dad didn't live in the like in Nigeria with us, so he was always like in and out. So he would only come home for Christmas. So and my dad pretty much grew up in the US. Um, well, he grew up in like London and the US. So outside Nigeria, pretty much he left Nigeria like when it was like in his twenties. So like his view on life and parenting style completely different from my mom. Um, and then my mom pretty much, I always say I consider her as a single mom because honestly, if you're parenting alone throughout the year and you only see your husband like three weeks in a month, mm. like during that's Christmas, physical. that's not enough. So you're a single mom. So like she had to parent a little differently, like from like other families that I saw. Mm. And I think also like parental styles like shifted based on the child that she was dealing with. Mm. And um, for me, um, for me in particular, she never, my mom, both my mom and my dad, I never got booked, which 
is really amazing. Like people are like, yeah. Oh, really? What do you mean? You never got spanked as a child. I never. Like the most my dad ever did to me was like, I was tampering the burglary proof in the house one time. And they've been telling me not to do that because that shit can literally pull off and fall on you. But I'm like, ah, this is fun. I'm not going to listen. And I think my dad just had it that day. And he just like pulled me and like, just two fingers or pow, pow, her God. I <laughs> for four days. I'm not even kidding. I cried so much. Like I was just, I just couldn't believe somebody could hit me. Like mm. why, mm-hmm. like, why did you hit me? Like I could not comprehend that. And my dad did apologize. Like he apologized afterwards. Like this girl is not, even after apology, I was just like, oh my God, I oh, cannot God. believe that. <laughs> what a stop over you. <laughs> How dare you touch me? um so when it comes to parenting style I think my mom is more of she would always talk to me when I did something mm-hmm. and I I don't want to say I was an easy child to deal with or that I wasn't stubborn Ooh, I had a mouth on me I still do really I really do <laughs> I had oof, this mouth of my god I have a mouth on me so it wasn't necessarily things that I did it was more of like things that I said to other people I used to make grown people cry which was crazy and to caution that she I, she still didn't beat me it was just more like you know trying to talk me through my point like you said this to this person like how would you have dealt if somebody said this to you it was just mm-hmm. a lot of talking right mm-hmm. so um she would do a lot of talking to me um I plan on carrying that on with my child I feel like I'm I I don't want to be the parents that beats you when you do something wrong but I would talk you through things and we would discuss things right um, she, my mom though did beat my sister. <laughs> Do you know? Sorry, my sister. I don't know how to survive the house. Honestly, sometimes I. It wasn't like my mom beat her every day. Wait, but, but like, also, like, do you think you were a bit spared because you were like last born? My siblings might think so that that's the reason why I was spared, but I don't think so. I think I I didn't do anything to deserve that. That, ah, ah. that thing sure? coming out. Do you get like I felt like I knew how to play the the whole family. Yes, exactly. I knew how I knew when to I want to be acting too much. Let me turn it down. But then they be doing loud loud, you know, they be doing how I just like don't do it anyhow. And I think also like there's a responsibility of they're the older sibling. So I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes they get to take the blame for some things when really it wasn't their fault. My sister till today would say a lot of things was my fault. Like, oh my God, I got this whooping because of you. But I don't think it was because of me. I think you got this whooping because you contributed to what was going on and you got the whooping because of that. Mm. Um, but my So mom what would they say, drop then? What would I drop? I think I would just... Mm, I think I'll caution my kids a little bit more. I think I was allowed a lot of freedom, a lot. Like now when I look at other people and now even like living with my husband mm. um, and the things like when I see the way you interact with the parent and I see the way I interact with my mom mm. and I'm like, oh shit, more budget. Dear, you know, <laughs> like the things that I say to my mom, like honestly, it's, I'm literally hearing my daily business out there. Like I'm doing a more better job to be more respectful, to be more mm. cautious of like how I even talk to people or address people. Mm. And, you know, I'm just trying to like, maybe I would, I would discipline my child more in the sense of, I'm not, I'm not saying that I wasn't disciplined enough, but mm. I'm just saying that I feel like it has good and bad. So I honestly don't know. I'm still evaluating, right? I still honestly don't know how <laughs> I'm going to raise my child, but mm. I know for sure they're going to get a little bit more conscious than I did. Mm. Um, they were like right now we are deciding on, um, really, and I don't see eye to eye on like how we plan on parenting wow. certain aspects when it comes to beating, for example, like spanking mm. the child. I'm totally against it. I'm like, I didn't get spanked. I turned out okay. But then it turns around and then it goes, did you really turn out okay? Drag. Did it turn out okay? So, yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm not like fighting, like fighting that, oh, you can't whoop my child or whatever, mm-hmm. or our child. You you can, you know. I, I, I Okay, I'm going to also go back to, now I'm like going on, but let me quickly say this. You and your partner, some people have this same idea that like this crazy idea that you and your partner are going to see eye to eye and everything. Mm. Or you should Mm. know how you're going to 
go through circumstances before you even decide to marry that person. Mm. Hey, look, I'm not a relationship expert here, but I don't agree with that. Matter of fact, if you're ever in a room with Ruby and I, you are going to wonder how are these two people married? How did they mm. make their relationship work? Because mm. I feel like a lot of times I'm saying A and it's like saying G and I'm just mm. like, but we're here, we, we figure it out. We talk it out as, exactly. we, as we get, you know, as we get to that phase in life. Exactly. Like right and now, I'm like, don't whoop, so, like, don't whoop, but I, I can see it's even me myself have been having the faster hand sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And, and that goes back to the point you made earlier of, you know, it's not everything you can plan out, right? Because there's 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 an idea of of of, of learning and becoming in that learning, right? And and this is me talking from a theoretical standpoint, but you know, just just looking at you now from from, from what you just said, you know, there's certain things that five years ago you now have deeped as 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 a way to do things. Mm. But your new identity as a mother or as a parent will, will probably make you, make you connect some dots to that history, mm. number one, yeah. and, and and then see things differently. Like, ah, okay, you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe maybe this is the way to go. So that's interesting. Yeah. For me, yeah, on, on this case, I feel like you guys, you guys are definitely, you guys definitely had it good. Um, <laughs> oh my because... God, Wale! I remember your mom. Okay, by the way, I didn't <laughs> like our relationship. Wale is a family friend i pretty much grew up with wally mm. and we went to the same high school toby too we went to the same high school but yeah yeah, yeah well let's talk about your mom's story and then i can <laughs> i can jump in and talk about wally's mom's story i wanted to spend one weekend in wally's house i went back to my house and said mommy i'm not going, I'm not going back, back there <laughs> <laughs> yo guys wally's mom <laughs> wait okay the, the funny thing is i i don't know what you're talking about because i can't remember my mom to be fair, yeah, every time my, my mom either disciplined me, it's me that messed up, mm. right? I know, I know. I mean, I, I broke, I broke the car windscreen. I, Jesus. you know, I came home at, I came home at, at, at eight years old with a, with a broken, like I, I, I broke my, my forehead yeah. when I was, when that. So like almost everything that my mom had to deal with was my own doing. You know, so I don't, I, I don't really, like, I don't really blame her. Like, like I started driving way, way beyond I, point, where, point where I started, started driving. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because, you know, I can say, I, I can say I, I turn out normal, right? And I can say that, you know, um, my mom woke and beating me at at this at a certain level. To be fair, she didn't beat me excessively, mm-hmm. um, because 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 I, I don't remember much of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not against the, I'm not against what she did. To be honest. <laughs> my dad's case is a different case because my dad was and those guys that like you know like it's not your blood but you want to try it <laughs> so like there's one day where <laughs> there's one day where i can't remember what i did i know i messed up again and then my dad and, and my dad like went to beat me with a belt and i was just like i was laughing inside like what is, like what's this guy doing like like dude like you are from the uk you just let <laughs> let the beating go back and stop with my mom not you because like, like, like what are you trying to beat you boys like it's like, it's like it's, it's not it's not it's, it's not it's not hitting the right spot. You get you're like guy. So like so, so my dad yeah his own way of discipline was not different from my mom. Um, in terms of what I would take forward, is I, I think I mentioned this before. I said I, my parents gave me a lot of independence to mm. think. You know when I had to buy anything, either it was a shoe, a book, or whatever. Choosing choosing all my school, every school I went to was my choice. Even though I said it was my choice. Mm-hmm. Right as as early as that, even my love, my school right now or back then was my choice, and so they gave me dependence on thought. Where okay, pick what you want to pick, give me a reason, and that's it. Right, mm-hmm. so they they kind of gave me a life where you know you make a decision, and I'll do my best I can to help you support that. But it's your it's your choice, mm-hmm. right? So that I'll definitely take forward. What I'll probably drop definitely has to do with my from my dad's side actually, because um, my dad was one of those dads that was not. They're not always um, emotionally, uh, what's the word? Expressive. Sensitive. Okay. Expressive. Yeah. And 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 that died not like and I I knew that even from 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 back in the day that nah this is not how I want to be because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like he kind of did not get the best of his kids because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. In, same thing, like just to clarify, same thing with what you just said, also add a little bit to what I said earlier. I wasn't really clear on what I would take forward and what I would like retain. Definitely mm. like me um having conversations with my kid and just trying to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. I think like my parents doing that with me definitely afforded me a lot of 
opportunities to really say how I feel about certain things, like be connected to my emotions and like really mm -hmm. speak in my mind. Um, I'm very open-minded and I'm very, um, what's the word? I'm very, um, I'm not shy about situations, like a lot of situations actually, like it builds my confidence and I feel like me having a strong confidence come from me being able to challenge my parents even till today on certain things yeah. or ideas yeah. that they might have that I may not necessarily agree with. And I think that has a lot to do with how I was raised. And then, yeah, what Wally said about like parents not being emotion, um, not being like saying I love you, giving you hugs and kisses. I mm -hmm. don't remember getting a lot of that growing up. Yeah, and I, I think I, definitely I, I am not... I'm not gonna take that forward with my kids. Even the though the only thing I love you, I've, I've I've heard was is I've heard is from my from my dad is via text. <laughs> and you're like, you're you're plus. next time you see me, <laughs> you know. And 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 that was probably like maybe like one time where I think that was definitely my, maybe my graduation or something like that, my master's graduation. Wow, it was so like, I'm sure it was. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's never like I love you. I, if I was like like love you. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, like you take that any day. So. <laughs> I'm saying I'm sorry too. I think that's one thing that I want to increase mm. with my mm. with like mm. my kids. Actually, owning up to your own crap. Like sometimes parents make mistakes, and a yeah. lot of times, um, at least my parents didn't own up to like their mistakes. Instead, they will try to let's just move on from it and like sweep it under the rug. Mm. And I think that's mm. such a bad thing because. You, 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 if you don't teach your kids how to say sorry, they're not going to learn how to properly say sorry when they get older, either in like their relationship, any of their relationship, friendship, boyfriend, girlfriend, even their relationship to you. The, the story they'll be telling you is not truly sorry because mm -hmm. they're just saying it because, you know, you, you, you're kind of expecting them to say it. Yeah. I want to be able to teach my kids to really own up to their own crap when you've done something to somebody else that warrants for you to say, I'm sorry come out and say, I'm sorry, and be bold about it. Hey, you know, I accused you wrongly, or I thought this and that, but that wasn't the case. I'm actually sorry about that. Um, I find myself doing that a lot. Um, even with my mom now, there's some things that we would get into, and it would have been like me misunderstanding something. I legit go back and apologize. That It took me a long time to get to this point, and I think it stems from like my relationship. Um, Will is completely different from than I am. My partner is completely different because he grew up in a different household, right? Mm. Willie would willingly say I'm sorry like immediately. And me, whoo, man, it's mad chair. work <laughs> for me to get to where I am. Like mad work. And sometimes I even still struggle with it. Instead of you to just say I'm sorry, you'll not be bribing the person with hey, let me maybe cook something. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, like my dad used to do that. My dad used to do that. Yeah, like it would instead of him to say I'm sorry, we we'll order pizza, like the first thing let's go my, to my like, mom I'm too. Not going anywhere you gonna say i'm sorry like like it took we fought a lot because of that because i started saying like you need to really apologize for something that you've done if you know what yeah you know what yeah you know this uh so me right now yeah if if you ask me um what am i scared of in terms of raising kids yeah i know everyone says oh the scared of bringing kids into the world now, my fear about the world is not particularly the world is a bad place no it's not particularly climate change not all of that it's pretty much the environments at which we're bringing um, kids to be educated, which is the school, mm. right? Because I feel like when you have a kid in this life, right, there's a lot of things that I learned from school that I feel, you know, my learning from home had to be deep to overshadow. Oh, yeah. Whew. You get. You just because, dropped a good one, yes. Because, because, you know, people, parents as well, that are this idea of, you know, having kids and protecting kids too much, mm. right? Exhibit A. I'm sure you guys have seen the idea of, of kids sports that have no winners, where 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 there will be like like a league of um, of games that nobody will win. The losers will get medals. I don't believe too. in that. That's an example. Don't try, my kid. There's, We're not doing that. <laughs> There's another example of. Of you know of of schools where don't schools just environments where you know they say well um, children should not have any conflict like they protect conflict from kids. Mm. Now I don't know what's your guys' stances on first things first. Let's start this. What's the stance on you know um, being protective or anti-fragile? Now by anti-fragile, what I mean by that is so anti-fragility anti is a, is a term that means 
something that you're exposed to a stress becomes stronger by it, right? So fragile is like fragile. I um, I, um, this cup, I throw it down the floor, it breaks. Mm. Something that is resistant is like maybe a plastic ball. I hit it, it doesn't break. But anti-fragile is like something that you expose stress but get stronger. So like, for example, your immune system. Mm-hmm. Right. So now, what do you what do you guys stand in terms of your own kids' perspective and currents? In terms of you, would you be pretty much very protective to 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 see your kids as fragile from like age 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 two to to seven, or you'd be more of the anti-fragile approach? Huh. Toby, I'll start. Um. Yeah. Okay. This sounds a it's it's a deep one. Um. But I'm just. I think I'm just trying to think of my own. Okay, child. let me start. Let me start. Okay, like, yeah. What is this about anti-fragile and fragile again? <laughs> let, 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 let me start. Let me start. So, so the way I see, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If my child loses a football game, for example, yeah. right, I would not say, "Oh, oh, you are, you are, you are a winner at heart." Like, mm. like all those kind of things. Mm. You know, if I won't protect my child from conflicts. That I need to learn, mm. right? There's a difference between oh, and I'm not saying that I'll put my child into the world and let the world watch my child anyhow. No, I'm saying I'm not going to practice the idea of of being overly free range. Mm. You know, where you're like, well, this this kid is 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 an egg. You know, you got to come home at at six p.m. Yeah. You know, if any bully, if anyone says no to you, you know. Call me a teacher. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, 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 I'm going to go there. You know, if your kid loses a game, you're like, oh, you're a winner at heart. No, mm. this is not me being trying to be strict, but I just think we tend to. I think this is one thing that helps us African kids because we grew up in an environment where we know that you know, what you get is sometimes what you deserve, but mm-hmm. there's no naivety in between that. Mm. So like you know that if if you, if you get shit happen to you today, right? Even even as a eleven year old, right? You know that okay, yo, this world, mm. there there's shit in it. Now the now now the downside is is that a lot of us have PTSD and we don't know it, right? <laughs> but the upside is, but the upside is we are all strong for it, and and that is why you find that um, a lot of us you know go into environments that are you know working normally. Mm. right and we just spring up yeah because because we are so stress resistant that that you know like you're like this is nothing you know like there's many times that you know i've since i've I've seen i've seen instances here where i've said oh no where someone says oh well this happened to me at home Mm. or this happened to me in school i'm I'm like so like this is nothing yeah And, and i think that is where the anti-fragility comes in, I'm speaking about. So what, what do you guys think about that? Toby, I'll let you start now. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I think for me, right, it's all about avoiding extremes, obviously, because the extreme side of what you've just described now are those people that think that if, if things are working well, if everything is, you know, smooth, then it's not right. Like, you know, is that thing of in Nigeria, if, if the work that you're doing doesn't cause you to sweat, they think you've not worked at all. So I think that's like the extreme side of it. Um, and yeah. for me, it's just trying to avoid those extremes in the sense that, so for me, um, honestly, I think it boils down to an individual level. Like some kids need some kind of motivation beyond, you know, the regular sort of like, I think the mistake a lot of parents make is try to raise kids the same way. Like you had the first child and then you try to raise the second child the exact same way because you're like, oh, I've done this before. But like every every single child that exists is very different in their own way. And it's your job as a parent to understand what yeah. that needs, you understand? So this is not about, yes, you can impose your values, but you can't impose, you know, I guess the way you were raised on your children, right? And so I think, for a lot of us, I think the majority of us, like Nigerian kids raised in Nigeria, we can say the whole tough love thing, right, is what we were raised by. But I think it's even only our generation. Because as you move, like, forward a bit um, to Gen Z and things like that, they've kind of, like, been raised very differently from us in that sense. Um, so that's why we can come and say, oh, we turned out well, we turned out great, we're doing really good. And so, you know, not being this... Um, overbearing parents is the right way to go but there's a lot of us that are dealing with a lot of issues like you said PTSD that we don't know and I think the worst kind of uh, post-traumatic stress to deal with is the one that you 
you, you're not aware that you have, right? And so you think what you're doing and how you're feeling is completely normal. Yeah. When it's not, right? Which is why... Which, which a lot of us have because... Yeah. Let me... Sorry. Let, let, let me cut off. I was Go. telling my friend this last year. I said, there was one time I was in the hospital, right? In Nigeria. Mm. And I was in Nigeria here. I can't remember where it was, but I saw a, a mom beat, beat a kid, right? And the way I saw her that beating, it wasn't, it wasn't from what the kid did. There was an inner frustration from that beating, right? And I was like, I was like, yo, what is this? And I realized at that point that the woman did not realize this, that there was something else that was forcing that amount of force on that child. Mm. But she thought it was just a child that was manifesting all those feelings, mm. right? And that's why, and that's and that's where I started to think about the fact that a lot of us have mental issues, right? Actually, all of us have, not a lot of us, all of us have mental issues. It's just different degrees, mm. right? But all of us have those issues, but I think we don't realize they exist, which is which is what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, for like, a, what's, what do you think? So I'm going to address what you just said, and then I'm going to actually go back and address your original question. What you touched on, I think it's highly important. I myself, like I said, I don't believe in spanking children, for example, right? But I found myself one time, my nieces actually came to stay with us. And if you know my niece, like if any of you know my oldest niece, especially, that babe can drive you mad. She can, she would drive you to the wall. And I was like, you know, I'm not somebody that whoops kids or anything but that day she drove it she drove it out of me and before I knew it I was I actually spanked her and in that moment I actually sat myself down and had a whole conversation with myself like I am never doing that again Mm -hmm. um I have to be able to check my emotions before Mm -hmm. I even react to any child not even my own child because a lot of times as adults we (laughs) We're so stressed. We carry so much tension. And even in dealing with fellow adults, when you react to somebody, it's not necessarily about what that person said or did. A lot of times it's about what you you are going through in your own mind or in your what's going on with you on that day. So now imagine for a small child, right? They're probably like, ma'am, what did I do? This punishment doesn't <laughs> like, it like it does not much. So you confuse the child. You you're confusing the child, and I don't think you're building trust that way, you know, because they and if you see if you're gonna be punishing on a mad level that any small thing is whooping by all means i'm not going to tell anybody how to parent their child you know but keep that energy like mm. if person does a yeah the punishment for a will be on a scale of one to ten would be five if they do b punishments will be six so they cannot now be doing c tomorrow and you're not giving them a scale of four you you're just messing them up i think you're just totally confusing them you have to match the punishment with the crime on However, you define it for yourself. Just be consistent in how mm. you deal with um, tantrums. Because if you're not consistent, you're sending so many mixed emotions. And I just feel like that screws up your child. Mm. Um, going back to the anti-fragile and, you know, the case of everybody being a winner. Please, I think that's a... The, <laughs> hey, when we're talking about, um, are we going to parent our parents parented or are we going to go the, you know, you know, having Google and research? Mm. See, th- th- that's, this is one of that area where I think it's a new generation thing. Mm. I think this is, this all, everybody's a winner mentality, complete trash. <laughs> I do not believe it. I, 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 we're all not winners. You get what you put in. <laughs> And sometimes yeah, in life, you put in all your hard work, all your energy. You've studied so much for that test, and you still did not get an A. You got that D. It's okay. Learn to you. We I think we have to teach our. That children. was me, and that was me in further mathematics in SS one, and and I dropped that course, that that subject after that. I I used about seven sheets of paper. I used to and I got twenty one out of seventy, and that they're like, yeah, you know what? God has told me this. Uh, this is not for me. This and is I'm not out. for me. There's no need. I think we really need to teach children that that we we are all not winners. Um, this is not the, for lack of a better term, socialist world where uh, we all somebody studied very hard 
for something or work extra hard at something and they got a gold medal. But because we don't want somebody else to feel bad, we're not handing out medals to everybody. Everyone, it's oh my God, Jesus. Did you do the work? <laughs> Have you done the work? I don't think we're teaching the kids anything. I don't think you're teaching mm. them the like hard work ethics. Mm. You're not teaching them how to accept failures and mm. learn from failures because when they go out there in the real world, then exactly. that's how you have fucked up kids that they cannot even handle their roommates leaving dishes in the sink because mm. they think life is, I don't know, life is exactly, better. or at least I don't think so. And this whole idea of okay, this one is an interesting one. Um, I actually had this conversation with my spouse, and he doesn't agree with me, but this is one of those things we don't say hi to hi to, but um. The whole idea of we were, I was reading online one day and somebody saying that this particular daycare they're sending their kids to doesn't allow kids to say this person is my best friend. They say everything yes. is Yes. What is that? Like I think honestly, I am I am like, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that is that is crap. Like why why are we saying so kids can come into the classroom and say this person is my best friend you say everybody in the classroom is your best friend that's nonsense that's nonsense you're not teaching i i don't think i think it's nonsense i, I don't think you're teaching the kids um again it comes to like just that whole teaching the kids value in things you know everybody's not your best friend it's a lie no in fact nobody's your best friend. and you know what that's one of the reasons why i said you know the only fear i have about kids in the world is the school it's yeah. not about um any other violence in the street it's actually the school where they go every day because you know, the way the way the, the way the schools are going right now honestly yeah. even even me as an academic i oh, as an academic mm-hmm. i is it's, it's fearful yeah I, I think that's why a lot of parents are actually like opting for home, homeschooling to be honest like you know in the past when you hear homeschooling you're like who is this like extreme person trying to yeah. like, stand out? But right now, like as I'm thinking about it, it, it does make sense. Like at least in the foundational years where kids are like soaking in the most for their environments. Cause look, I'm looking at the things I know now, like sure. My mom instilled some values in me, but please, most of it was school. Like at least just observing either taking what I learned from school and accepting it or rejecting it. But you know, most of it was from school in that sense. So I'm like, you know, if we're going to put our kids in these systems where, you know, first of all, even in a place like Nigeria, if we're taking that, for example, where every Tom the Canary is setting up a school and calling themselves like an institution, like you're not even sure what's really going on in those kind of places. So it almost feels very like... Exactly. Yeah, it almost feels like... It's left to the parent. Like I'm all for homeschooling, but I also feel like not everybody has um, the ability to do to that. Do and homeschooling also does have its own issues, honestly. Yeah. To, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm up for homeschooling, and that's because the way I see learning in life has to be learning by engagement in the social world. Mm. That is the only reason why I don't I don't see um, homeschooling as a thing that I would go for. Mm. Right, but um, before we go on, um, I I want to talk about one story that happened to me um about my dad as well. So I don't know, I don't know if you guys know this already, but you know, my undergrad was was plagued with with um with not not such a great track record in academics, mm. right? So my undergrad wasn't so great in terms of um how how I performed anyway, and that meant that I had an extra semester mm. instead of graduating my mates right from undergrad. So that means I graduated in day after that. Mm. Now, one thing that happened to me in my undergrad was first of all, you know, I picked my school myself, right? So my mates were, were some of my mates were going to um, you know, pub- public universities that obviously were, were less costly. I went to a private university, and my dad said, fine, and pay for it. And he paid for everything all through. He didn't complain once. Mm. But he told me on year four that look, with your grades, I'm not paying anything after this. Right. I, I, I swear, I swear I thought I was joking. Right? I, I still was joking. Like, I legit thought this guy was just like, oh, ah, come on, how want to pay my grades then? Then how I graduate? And then when the summer school came, he didn't pay. Whoa. I was, I felt, I, and I felt heartbroken to the point where I felt, you know, why would you not pay for my education when you, when that meant I need to use that to graduate? Right. But he didn't pay. Basically, my summer school and the rest, my mom had to pay for it. Wow. Right. Now, what is my point? My point is that that was a turning point in my life, not because it made me sit up, right, which, which it did. But what, what he did was a, a kid of saying, look, 
this is what the world is, mm. right? You, 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 you got a contract performed under something, right? You got, you got benefits and goods along that contract mm. right? and you screwed it up, mm. right? And the world is not your oyster where you can scrub things and, you know, make way that way, mm. right? Now, people might argue that, well, you can parent differently, right? But my lesson from that actually was, was that, Right. Mm. And it took me a good, a good, a good one year to get over that. Like legit good one year. Like you I, I, pained I, in your core. I was, I was pained in my core. <laughs> and, oh. and, and if anything, I think, I think that, I think that one of the reasons why I actually started gravitating towards living in Lagos at my later, at my early adult life in, when I was 18, so when I was 20, 21 ish. Mm. But anyway, so my, so my, um, my summer school, I said I was speaking by my mom, but that was, that was lesson I got from it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what's my point? My, my point is he had a message to tell me, right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. His delivery was wrong. Right. But he didn't trip me. Who told you his delivery was wrong? Exactly. I was going to say. No, I mean like probably in communication. Okay. okay. In, 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 in communication. Right. You can argue that. Right. Okay. But the message was clear cut. Right. And if anything, that was one of the things that gave me turning points when I went for my master's mm. and made me do so well in my master's because I felt, look, he paid, because if, if my master's degree, he paid for it, right? When you don't have to, like he paid, this was a lot of money. Like this was times, whatever of my tuition fee for in my entire undergrad. Mm. I was like, okay, that if, if this guy wants to pay for this thing, after not paying for my cheap one semester fees, mm. then it wasn't a case of he, he hates me. It's a case of bro. This is this is what life will give you. You've got yeah. cards. Use it as much as you can, mm. right? And I guess that's why I'm so, you know, I'm so against this. You know, kids of kids, kids should be kids should not be, um, you know, left to some conflict mm. or anything. Yeah, like someone can argue that. Yeah, well, it's your own experience. You know, that doesn't have to be everybody. But the world is not a fair place. It's not right. Mm. Life is full of suffering, <laughs> and that is not. That is not about whether I rich or poor. Everyone, life's full of suffering. And if kids don't accept that as early as possible, mm. then they're, they're setting up the, you're, setting up, you're setting them up for failure. Hey, you made it halfway. Well done. If you're not following us already, take a minute and go follow us on Instagram at 20s Convos. And, you know, also make sure to subscribe on the app you're listening to right now. We release new episodes every Monday and you don't want to miss a beat. On our Instagram page, we also post things like quotes, polls and other content from each of the episodes. So please go follow us there now. Right now, it's time to go back to the episode. And we kicked off with Wally asking us questions about, you know, what is the right time to have kids? Having kids, right? Having kids. Now, let me ask you guys. Let's talk about timing. Mm-hmm. You know, when is, because this, this is a big thing now for, 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 for us, for us, for us um, <laughs> young adults. When do you guys think, I know you say, because it's, it's a question of various answers, but when do you guys think, is, a, is there a good time to have kids? Aside for that case, though. I don't think there's a good time to have kids. I don't think there's a good time to do anything in life. I think, again, this might be just my free-spiritedness talking. I think go with what life has dished you, you know? I, again, this this is just me, you know? I'm not an over-planner on anything in life. Um, I feel like if you keep waiting for the perfect time to do things, you're not going to you're not going to get to where you want to be or you might not even get to achieve all your dreams and goals or what is in stock for you. You you might not get there because you just waited for everything to be perfect. I have people that say, you know, in order for me to have kids, I have to have some amount of money in my account. Let me just tell you, because you might get that money, but then you're not even ready to have the kid at that point. Then what? Or you, or your your money increases? No, no, but but hold on, and I, I disagree with that because come on, kids, kids are expensive. Like kids are kids are economically okay. useless to their I know that's a subtopic of this conversation of saying kids are expensive or not. Let's yeah. let's get something clear. Kids, I don't believe kids are expensive. But before you jump, before you jump on me. This is why all a kid really needs is food, shelter, food, shelter. What else is clothing? Okay, clothing. That's all. Diapers. Food, food, shelter, clothing, diapers. Okay, add diapers. Food, shelter, clothing, food, diapers. Food, shelter, clothing, diapers. That's okay. all a kid is that all? really needs. Uh, no, there has to be more. Wait, to survive. 
Everything else is additional and luxury. You don't need, do you need, tell me, okay, I will wait, tell me what else you need. No, 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 I can't even argue with you because you're a mom, so I can't, I can't even have any opinion on this. Because real life, that's all even anybody needs. Food, shelter, clothing. Okay, now, if you're, if all we're talking about is food, shelter, clothing, I'm assuming if you've decided to have kids, you have a place that you're living does a kid necessarily need their own room? It should be great. In fact, it's also a luxury item. But can you share a room? Can you also share a room with your kid? Yes. When it comes to food, you can always do breast milk if that's the route you've chosen to go. But time, but time as well. Time, Because time is money, you know. So yeah, child care. Time is, time is yeah. money. But let's just say you don't even want to do that, right? Baby food are not excessively expensive to the point that you can't afford it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I feel like a lot of times when people say kids are expensive, that I don't want to ramble on and on and go on the list of the necessities for kids. But if you're just talking about basic necessities, kids yeah, are basics, yeah, yeah, okay. But if you're now talking about when most people say kids are expensive, they're talking about all the extra things that they want to get for. But kids. do we also Which agree is that great. Which is all great for you to have for your kids? But overall, you can decide to have. Let me tell you, you can decide to have a Toyota kid. I'm putting it now in grid. You can decide to have a um, Audi or Acura kid. You can decide to have Mercedes-Benz kid. And you can decide to have a Ferrari kid. It all depends on the level of how much do you want to provide for your child. But overall, when people say kids are expensive, when you're not asking them, how are kids expensive? They're not mentioning, well, soccer classes, piano classes. Those are all choices that you've made in addition for your kid. But overall, to raise a kid is not that expensive. But also, and like... Do you, can do post diaper do you and think, you every day. Okay, fair enough. That's, that, that is, that if, I mean, that's not always feasible, but do you agree that expensive is also relative? Because, I mean, the expense that they're talking about is not everyone's expense. Like, you know, expensive relative to people. Some people cannot just afford the basic stuff i think i guess my point is the certain conditions that you are in that bring the kid into world doesn't make sense do you agree with that then don't have a kid that's how you know you're not ready to have a kid if you're talking about if you consider food shelter clothing and diapers if we're considering diapers separately right if you're considering those four but what of education you too? yourself don't be talking about feeding somebody else then that means you shouldn't be having kids but if you can afford food shelter and clothing for your child again even clothing service gets great if you want to do a uh, designer clothing for your child or you want to do basic hand-me-downs or you want to do basic you know i'm only <laughs> gonna get to store amount of things or things within this price range you can always make it work like for example with my kid I set a budget. We we are on a budget from day one. She's on a budget because no child is going to ruin me. Baby clothes are very attractive. You would just be buying anyhow without having common sense. And she's, she came at the time of tax return, you know, April. She decided to be an April baby. And I, I'm looking at my tax return. I'm looking at all these baby items. I'm like, yeah, we can totally get that. We can totally get that. I'm just like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This child not working you can't be getting all these things because i can afford it but again that's a conscious decision that i made that i'm not going to buy certain things for my kids i'm also just going to have a certain budget for her when something is past this amount you're not getting it not because i can afford it for you but because that's just what i said for you a bit of what we just said now now i'm going to drop something very heavy right mm -hmm. now said that don't have kids when you know, you are not ready, i.e. financially stable, emotionally stable, etc. Mm. So what do you think about, so if somebody has, if someone gets pregnant, like, because example, like I've had pregnancy scares, one one scare one time with my ex-girlfriend. And, 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 and it was, and, and, and one of those where, you know, I never thought about it too, too deeply, but when, like when the moment came where there was a scare, your mind goes into many corners. So if you're thinking, okay, A, if it's actually a, a baby going on, what are you going to do? Right? Because A, I'm broke for a baby, definitely. Right? Three, what my folks think. Four, do I have to get married? Five, what option on the table? Right? So I'm saying that I've had those thoughts in a position where I was definitely not a place to have a baby. Right? This is many years ago. 
by the way. Not many, but yeah, some years ago. Um, so I guess I guess my point is, what do you think about people who are in situations whereby they are pregnant, but, but it's a tough call? So people tend to throw in abortion in there, right, as, as an option. Wait, are you guys, can you guys hear me? We, we can't hear you. We're letting you talk. <laughs> oh, because oh, you guys kept like so quiet. I was like, what's going on? Um, but yeah. So when it comes to that, I always say, oh, this is this is my thing. We've all been there, or maybe we've all not been there. But I can understand what you're saying. Like, oh, maybe you had a pregnancy scare or whatnot, and you're not ready. This is, I always say this, and this is probably going to sound very extreme and very insensitive. If you know that you are not ready, Financially, emotionally, to have a child, my brother be wearing a condom. Be, my sister, make sure that guy is wearing a condom. So you don't find yourself in situations where you're now assuming and wondering what's going to end up happening, and you're thinking about the cost of the child that you might not be able to afford. If you cannot, if you if you're already thinking, oh, you know, it's not happened, then what? You 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 cost that on yourself, and now you have to think: Do you want to do abortion, or do you want to? Um, I wanted to say donate the baby, but not donate the baby. Give <laughs> <Do> the baby <laughs> up. I just think for adoption. Should, yeah, put the baby up for adoption. I just yeah. think we should all be. I think young people need to take more responsibility for in that area. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. we we take a lot of things for granted, and we're just like, oh, we're gonna do whatever, and then at the end of the day, you wanna be worried about how you're gonna care for a child. Yeah, honestly, be yeah, don't to, like, be more responsible. Honestly. If you know you're not because... ready for a child, strap up, period. And if the child now comes, or then you have to make do with what you have in your current situation. That's not the time for you to not be thinking, let's say you live in Nigeria, for example, and you got knocked up, right, by your boyfriend, whatever. Now, of course, you already had this dream, or maybe, I don't want to say of course, but maybe you had dreams of... Uh, dreams are ruined. Having... There's no sugar coating your dreams are ruined because babies... Yeah, ba- and then you're babies oh, you dreams of having all your oh children in America I mean, no, Canada. Please, you're going to children in America or Canada when you are just in... Um, you know, you're just over there trying to struggle Wait. to make ends meet. I feel like I hold on, sorry. <laughs> Toby, Toby I did not say baby babies ruin dreams. So let's get out of record right now. I did not say that. I just said babies you, sometimes ruin something. You implied it. It's 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 Wait, guys, 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 talk to me. So what is your stance on okay, let me do it this way, right? I'll ask you a couple of questions and, and, and just tell me yes, no, right? Or maybe you want to put it depends, fine, but I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> So, um, let's start with surrogacy. Um, if necessary, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm okay. a big, humongous fan. You know, if I had the money, hmm. I would have opted for it. Hmm. Um, if I could totally afford it. Because I think pregnancy is trash. I've always Amen thought it. <laughs> I, I mean it. I think pregnancy and child rearing is complete trash for some people that think it's not trash and they absolutely oh, come on it's, pregnant, it's a beautiful thing says the guy without a womb please <laughs> like, no. somebody okay, has lied so, to you so okay so 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 i know this is the point where you guys say well i'm a guy so yeah. so definitely i'll say that but honestly one of the things that i look forward to in life is that idea of being been having starting a family and mm. seeing that develop unfold with my future wife mm. and, and having a baby, right? Mm. Of course, it is her body. Of course, it is pregnancy. is a woman's mm. toe to bear, but not a toe, actually. I'm going to call it toe. It is, bro. Say it as it is. Like, given the Bible calls it like I mean, a I mean, I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, like, again, no, 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 honestly, again, it's subjective because I've met women who have said they loved their pregnancy phase, mm. right? So it's subjective. Okay. Right. So yeah, I, think so. I, I would have to agree with that. For some women, they absolutely love being pregnant. They enjoyed it. I wouldn't say like I had a terrible pregnancy or it was awful. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, there were aches and pains, but overall, honestly, it's it has never ever ever been my number one choice. Of mm. oh yeah, I think I did say that I want to get pregnant once just to experience like oh my gosh, so I can even say ah okay, oh well, me too. I know the hula hala everybody's talking about. <laughs> but honestly, after going through it, and I'm just like, 
Like, no, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. It's not a bad idea if you can afford it. I don't even, I, I, I don't even know why anybody has to go through that to bring another human being to life. And another human being that will come and disrespect you in a few years. Like, it's really, it's really something, okay? All right, I mean, all right, all right, all right. So, 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 if necessary, like I, I don't have anything against it. Like, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything against it. I don't have anything against it. I don't think it's a terrible idea either. I think it's good. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, you're not answering yourself. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. I mean, same as well as you. So, um, surrogacy, nothing against it. Again, like you said, with you on that adoption, same thing. Um, nothing against that, definitely. Um, housewife slash house husband. Sign for me up you, for housewife. For you guys. I don't mind because at this rate, <laughs> like after experiencing being a mom, um, I mean, one of the first discussions I think actually um, had with Willie was, you know, he actually suggested a long time ago, like, oh, would you like to be asked? And I was like, yeah, we'll go for a bit. But now I'm like, <laughs> Said, do I want to be an housewife? Let's, <laughs> let's be an housewife. It's a lot. Um, I'm not saying it's for everybody. And honestly, I do love getting a paycheck. But mm. now with where I am in life and like with things, certain things, I don't think it's a terrible thing for me. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't totally shut down the idea of me, you know, pursuing my career for a bit, have my kids kind of get them started in school like and mm. then going back to corporate America. But then again, that's just me. Mm. But housewife gets lived. There's different types of housewives. Yeah. You know, I'm it not about to be, be one of those housewives where we're still tenor, dad, you give me ten dollars, the children in diaper. No, no. As you are getting your paycheck, you are delivering I don't know how you have a financial situation set up, but <laughs> I can be thinking twice before swiping my card. Like we have to have like a good financial thing going on, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of those housewives that has nannies still regardless. Because people be thinking, oh you have you you're an housewife, you should have all day to do everything. I don't want to be a housewife sleeve. No, I want to be a housewife, meaning I w- I get to spend time with my children. And I get to spend time on myself and building yeah. our relationship, and still be able to afford the help that we need, and we're still able to save and be in a financial place that we're both comfortable with. But I don't want to be struggle as I please. No, not what about you, house husband. Um, I feel like I might get bored of doing just one thing at once, and that's just me generally. So, um, I can sign up for it part time, not because it's Such a, a political well, answer. No Such way, political no, answer. Wait, wait, no, get no. Bored? Did no, they get bored no, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm like a chill, chill. What what I mean, what, what I mean is that like when I'm doing only one thing, right? I guess I, I just get underwhelmed by it sometimes. So I feel like if I'm thinking of like raising a child or being a house husband in that way, I feel like I want the option to be able to flip in and out. So like I don't mind doing it, but I just feel like full time or like just consistently, I'll probably get bored. Like maybe bored is not the right word, but like um, I'm reading the comment section and somebody did mention that, um, you know, you can still do all of those activities I've listed and be bored. They are absolutely correct. Um, you can still be bored. But I think where a lot of people miss the whole house husband and housewife thing mm. is that we all like when you hear housewife and house husband, you're solely expecting that person to take care of the house, take care of the kids and take care of the other partner in the relationship. Mm. I think that's where the mindset needs to shift a little you also have to take care of yourself. It's not just taking care of all those other things in the house as well. That's why I said there's levels to this housewife shit, you know? There are housewives that they, yeah, oh, only levels, you know? There are housewives that they, you know, they are involved in charity work, charity organizations. So you have to just learn how to switch up the activities and you do things that also makes you wholesome as a person. It's not just about everybody else in the house or, you know, the things that you have to take care of. You, I mean, do what makes you happy as a person too, and you have to switch up your activities. So that's why I said there's a number of things you can do. I just yeah. don't think bottom and housewife ish slash house husbandship kind of goes together. But yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so we've got three more or two, two more. Um, so <laughs> vasectomies and tube stein. For sure, 
for sure. Like after, if you were just as important, we've had the number of kids we've decided we're going to have, please like, let's go for it. It's like, yeah. See for me and me and children, like me and having kids, it's an interesting relationship that I'm still coming to terms with, but like, let's just say, <laughs> let's just, let's just say, um, yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll do it like at the point when it's necessary, but yeah. Okay. I think that's it for me, just because it's way easier, less painful, and the procedure is quick and easy. I think it's reasonable for guys to subject themselves to that versus expecting the woman to subject herself to doing all of that. I mean, I sound extremely feminist. My husband would totally agree with me, disagree with me on this, <laughs> but that is a conversation. Oh, oh, okay, so like, so like, are you saying that? That because it's easier for guys to get vasectomy, then you push for that instead Hell of time. Oh yeah, it's easy. It's like a okay. procedure. You don't feel anything versus a woman where they still have to cut the whole shit open and you have to go through everything again. No, man. <laughs> Why can't you just take a shit and we move on? That makes sense logically. No, but no, but again, like again, like these are these, these are these are questions that I think should be had on a simple, basic level, right? Mm-hmm. And and we don't have them enough. We don't talk about them enough, and everybody talks about it in one closet without anyone involved, which I think is is not good. So it's, it's good to talk about these things, which is why yeah. I just brought up that list to just push through. But yeah, nah, this is really Hi again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Twenties Combos. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. You can also share it with a friend you think might enjoy this too. We release new episodes every Monday. You can also follow us on Instagram at 20s Convos to join the conversation. We post quotes, polls, and other content from each of the episodes every week. Remember, it's at 20s Convos. Till next time, take care and stay safe.